Hello, hello. Hey, hey. Hi. Um, so I just want to welcome welcome you back to our September episode of ISB in Depth, um, where our local librarians, aka me, Alexis, and Sam, um, fill you in on what's going on in our library. Uh, we're already a couple of weeks back into the new school year, and we're so happy to have the kids back. Um, what's a better way to a uh, better time to tell you about some of the library's ele electronic resources? So specifically, um, the Tennessee Electronic Library, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but also Spanish Heritage Month, which is this month, and it starts on the fifteenth. So, uh, Alexis is going to get into quick housekeeping. I just for those of you watching and wondering who's sitting between us, this is Ari. We're going to introduce her later. But uh, we just didn't want you to be like, why is there someone just sitting there? <laughs> Hola. <laughs> okay, so um, just a reminder, story time starts back this month. Um, so we've got three different story times this year. I mentioned that in the last podcast. Um, our Baby Rhyme Time, which is our newest um, program, starts Wednesday from 9.30 to 10. Um, then our Tight Tale Story Time is on Wednesdays from 11 to 12. And then our preschool story time is on Thursdays from 11 to 12. Um, we also have Spanish Bingo, um, which Ari is the lovely host of, as well as our team librarian, Lisa. Um, and that will be on, well, I guess the third Saturday of every month, and Ari will get more into that, and that's from 2 to 3. Um, so specifically September 16th. Um, another program that's going to go on in the History Center, which we're really looking forward to, is Show Us Your Southern Grandma. Um, so how it works is that you submit a photo, um, and we'll copy your photo. You can keep the originals. Um, to the History Center, um, write a two- or three-sentence blurb about your southern grandma or mamma, mima, whatever you call her, and um, we'll put your grandma somewhere on display in the library. So that's going to be super fun. I'm trying to see if I can use Linda as my southern memo because I don't have any. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah. Like, I feel like I gotta submit a picture of Linda and write her a blurb. But the, the whole, like, initiative, I think, behind it is probably because, like, women get left out of so much official history and stuff. And so even, like, local women are even more so left out. So it's kind of a nice way to start highlighting the women in our area. It's not really share our there is another new thing going on in KSL uh, for our after-school program. It's our new reading room program. So children coming to the library unaccompanied by an adult after school is a privilege. Um, the library offers several activities in the children's room. The teen center it kind of rotates every day, so there's a little something new, but it's sort of the same thing every week. Like this day you do craft, this day you do movies. So like they, they have a routine. So everything usually goes just fine. However, some kids make mistakes because they're kids, their brains are developing. We made mistakes when we were kids, and it keeps you up at 3 a.m. at night. You know, we don't think too hard on it. But anyway, kids make mistakes. And instead of suspending them or punishing them, we want to try to give them a second chance. So basically, the uh, program is if uh, the child gets one verbal warning, like, hey, Jimmy, get off the trash can. And the violator and Jimmy's still in the trash can. And you're like, okay, let's, let's talk over here, buddy. And so they get quickly reminded, like, hey, you either have to uh, go sit in the reading room, which is our new program, um, and they'll get a book there, and they can read it and sit quietly, or they can do their homework, as long as they're just having quiet time in the grand reading room. Um, and when Jimmy goes and sits in the grand reading room, we'll uh, have your information, hopefully, on file, we'll give you a call and be like, hey, Jimmy's had a rough day today, uh, you'll have to come inside and come pick him up. Um, and he'll be up in the waiting room in the reading room until about 6 o'clock, and then after 6 o'clock, we can go pick him up downstairs. Mm -hmm. It's a circulation desk. 
but then then we'll give you like a little theme sign off just you know that you understood that he's had a rough day and then we'll give you another like activity list and like look maybe you guys can talk about what activities you guys want to do or not yeah and i think it's important um this is a really good program to sort of touch base with parents if there is something that's going on we can kind of talk to their student that way you know we don't kind of have to deal with it again Mm -hmm. but it's also kind of a fun program um lana is going to be in our grand reading room kind of um working on you know, talking with the kids, helping with homework, um, mm-hmm. helping them find a really great book. So mm-hmm. I, I think the kids are going to enjoy it, even though it really is like a tool for us to sort of redirect any sort of behavior that just isn't sort of against our policies here. So, yeah. And there is another option, though, if little Jimmy doesn't want to go to the reading room, he doesn't have a day. He's like, I want to go outside and go home. We will let him go home, but we will also call you or put your number in the pile and make sure, hey, are you okay with little Jimmy? So, um, yeah, it's, they, they get some options, and as long as it's, like, nothing super terrible, they come back the next day, and if there's a bigger incident, we'll talk with Addison, and we'll work something out, but we're trying to have this reading room program in place to make sure that kids are safe, you know. And that's why it's so important that we have um, parent information for our after-school kids. Um, all of that information can be picked up and dropped off at the circulation desk, um, and it's just really important because, I mean not just for a bad behavior, but if somebody gets hurt, we really need to be able to contact the parents, call you, Mm -hmm. and let you know, you know, your child is injured and you need to come pick them up. So we had some serious incidents last year where um, we needed those records and they weren't always available. The kids should have brought them home about the first week of school in Mm -hmm. August um, if they, for some reason, didn't. Like, Alexis said, you're more than welcome to stop by and pick up one at the library. Or if little Jimmy does get in trouble, and we notice we don't have anything on file, we can start filling it out and get back to you when it's filling out. But like I said, we shouldn't have any problems, hopefully. Um, every school year is a little different. We're, we're still getting used to the new, um, they split with the junior high school, so we even have a new different group of students than we used to. So we're going younger every year, it seems yes, like. that's for sure. And it's, it's nice to see old faces, but also new faces. And I think everything is just going really smoothly, and it's fun to see them back and bring sort of a life into the library again, you know? So, everything's been going well so far. It should continue to be going well. The kids are enjoying their snack times. So, um, speaking of other programs, uh, I'm going to move into, actually, Alexis is going to move into Seymour. Yeah. And I'll move into Iraq. Um, so I'm just going to reiterate our story times do start back this month um, at Seymour. Our preschool story time is every Tuesday from 11 to 12. Um, and then also Miss Laura is doing her chair exercise for adults, um, which is a new program. Um, I might have mentioned it last podcast, but we're really excited to see it get going. Um, that's going to be weekly on Mondays from 11 to 12. Um, you also do need a signed waiver. So um People can use the state. Oh, I guess this is a different program. Well, but no, they still need a waiver for the uh, do they? chairs. Okay. But you also, if we do waivers here too at KFL because we have a stationary line. Right. And we're wanting people to use it, but you just got to sign, hey, we're not responsible if you break. Um, and then also there is a Pokemon program. That's every third Tuesday from 4 to 530. Um, and then we have a YA Seymour Book Club. Um, that's every third Thursday. Um, September 21st, um, which specifically um, the author is Marissa Meyer. I had to include that because she's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please read her. Um, but let's see. And I heard the Pokemon Club is getting really popular too. So, so um, such a fun program. Uh, at our little Kodak, 
Dave Alsat's Boy Time starting this month. Theirs are on Fridays from 11 to 12. And they also have a craft, family craft and movie night coming up September 18th from 4 to 6. It's the National Treasures, which is my favorite movie. And Popsicle Stick Button Flags. Uh, it's really bad because we watched it like almost every year at school. That and Finding Nemo. I hate Finding Nemo. I can quote National Treasures. <laughs> um, so... And, again, some of this is probably reiteration, but we just want to make sure you have these dates in your head. So, uh, going on in all branches, we have the Reading Connexus uh, Challenge, which starts started in August, mm-hmm. and it's continuing all the way up until basically summer reading. So, what you do, read a book, you try it with brightly colored paper, we've got them on the, at probably every desk. Should be at every service yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, write what you read, put your name on it, and then you link it, sort of like how you do for the Christmas things, people do at Christmas. And we're hoping to have them, like, hanging from the rafters all the yeah. way down to the ground. Once we get several, we're mm-hmm. going to link it sort of around our center area and reference. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be fun. So that's still ongoing. And then we also have Fly Guy visiting. He'll be visiting during story time. Um, so on September 26th, he'll be at Seymour at 11. Um, September 27th, he'll be at KFL at 9.30 for Baby Rhyme Time. And then 11 toddler story time and he'll be back the 28th for preschool story time at kfl at 11 and then on the 29th he'll make his final round at kodak at 11 a.m so he's he's hitting all the story times um and then we still got some ongoing fundraisers yes so um just a reminder we're still doing the duck at all fundraiser um for the new kodak building um that's five dollars per duck super fun mm-hmm. to collect. Loves them. yes um, and then our veterans engraved pavers. So these are um, pavers that you can sort of uh, buy to honor your veteran, and they will be displayed at our new Kodak library. So those will be really lovely. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are taking donations for the veterans tile um, on our tile wall at KFL, um, as well as um, 2024 marks our 80th anniversary of D-Day. So we are looking for volunteers from World War II to share our story, or to share their story, rather. Um, And of course, they can come in and record in our History Center, but they can also do it from the comfort of their own home, so, um, you know, over the phone. So that is a really good alternative if they can't quickly get out or easily Mm -hmm. and still want to share their story. And then, of course, a reminder that we've got three book clubs um, that are continuously ongoing each month, Um, our cookbook, book club and classes classics and, and fireside. fireside yeah and then seymour and kodak have like their teams we highlight them each month so yeah they've got those going on and i guess technically anime club's a book club but yeah i don't treat them like book club. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so we're getting down to the best parts we've got our guest this month ari she's gonna tell us a bit about um the spanish things we've got going on the library maybe we can tell a little bit but um yeah, she's our part-time guest for the day. We see her Tuesdays in the week. So, mm-hmm. anyway, do you want to tell us about yourself a little bit? Absolutely. My full name is Araceli Vergara. I was born and raised in New York City. And for 10 years, I worked as a teacher's aide, which I loved. I moved in 2005 with my husband. After September 11, my husband didn't want to be in a big city any longer. Mm-hmm. So that was a drastic change. But I love it. I've been here in Tennessee since 2005, and it's been great. I love socializing with people, and it's been a blessing to us. Thank you. 
Now, I've always worked with you in reference, and I've been there for about three years. So how long have you been here? Because I know you're sort of all over the building, but... Well, I was hired on June 2011. I think it, this building must have been like a year and a half open. Yeah, yeah. And technically, I've been here for the last 12 years, and I love my job. I love the fact that I get to visit every department. I love the fact that I socialize with the entire staff a couple of days during the week, and it's been great getting to know how wonderful the staff is. Yeah, well, we love working with you, so. <laughs> Um, teacher's aid. I learned something today. <laughs> yes, in New York City I was. I love my children. Well, they were wonderful. Um, that's great. So what programs do you run here at the library? I know we hinted at Spanish uh, Kindle, but you want to tell us more about that? Yes, I am privileged because I get to collaborate with some wonderful ladies. One of them being the children's librarian. I participate once a month in the Spanish bilingual story time. Mm -hmm. My focus there is Whatever story Miss Jessica is reading, I like to take action words, words that they, the children can use in their daily lives, mm -hmm. and just teach them colors, running, mm -hmm. weather. And I like it because I say and they repeat, mm -hmm. which gives us a great opportunity to just help them use their language skills to just voice a mm -hmm. different language. And yeah, it's been great. Another program that I'm privileged to work with is with Miss Lisa. Miss Lisa and I collaborate the third Saturday, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. for Spanish Bingo. And that, to me, is a special project because we get to combine numbers and letters and just say it out loud, and they engage, and they score Bingo, mm -hmm. and they're happy, and there's a lot of prizes. And most of all, es un momento para que la familia esté junta. It's a moment for the entire family to be together. Yes, and I know you girls have such a good time running that <laughs> program. You seriously could not find a better duo to run that program. It's yes. so fun. I know they have a great time. So. Yes. And last but not least, I have to say that I do giras en español, which is tour guide mm -hmm. in Spanish. I like showing the Spanish community what every department has to offer, and they like it because they get a personal view as to why the children's center is so important, the mm -hmm. teen center is so important how wonderful the reference and circulation is for our kids and all the staff behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. They're here, they'll be able to help you, and it brings the entire community together Absolutely. if they make very good use of the resources. Mm -hmm. and, and that segues into our next question, which is, are there any specific resources you want our uh, Hispanic community to know about, like that you might come in and not have a clue about? Mm -hmm. I always like emphasizing, as soon as you walk in the door, you might see a lot of books, mm -hmm. but there is a small Spanish collection. Mm -hmm. And that small Spanish collection offers you both fiction and nonfiction. And if there's any materials that we don't have, mm -hmm. we're more than happy to use our resource that is ILL. Yeah. We can place yes. an order for any library, and most of the times we will get mm -hmm. that book and offer it to our patrons. So I am very excited about that. We also have the program that is free online, mm -hmm. the Transparent, which is absolutely fabulous That's because... Great. You get to you learn palabras, words, or you get to una frase entera, an entire phrase, and just elaborate and build your vocabulary and just hands-on activity. Learn to practice. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's free. You can you can do better than that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any books or movies that you would recommend? Well, <laughs> aquí tenemos a Sol. 
I absolutely love the story. It's by Javier Zamora. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells the story of a nine-year-old. He was born and raised in El Salvador, mm-hmm. and he is going to do a journey from El Salvador all the way to the United States. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that there's a lot of emotion in this story. Mm-hmm. One of the emotions that I want to emphasize is he uses a phrase, a caminar se ha dicho. And to me, that is a highlight in this book because it really transforms motivation. Something that a caminar se ha dicho involves is keep on going. We're going to walk through this and we're going to make it to our goal. And to me, this is one of the stories that I absolutely love. So if anybody has the opportunity to check it out, I think it'll be great. Thank you so much for that recommendation. You're welcome. Oh, that one's a true story. It's in our nonfiction section. Yes, ma'am, it is. Okay, so I guess that sort of, you had brought up transparent language, um, which is a part of our the Tennessee Electronic Library. All of that can be accessed from severelibrary.org, which mm-hmm. is our website. Um, on the right-hand side, you can click TEL, and do you want to sort of get us started about, like, what you use TEL for and yeah. what? Um, and you can also get to it through the card catalog, too. Um, it's at the top on the left-hand side. There's, like, a there and everywhere you can just see us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, but there's also tell and you can click the little metallic pieces. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm always the converse of for yeah. pin. But um I started using it for a couple weeks. I need to play more on it, but I would I remember hearing about it at like one of my first conferences because I had like no idea what it was really. Mm-hmm. And they're like you can learn languages and I was like I can learn languages <laughs> and I should have, you know, clicked on German because that's what I was learning in college and you know refresh myself in German. Or maybe I should have done Spanish because I did Spanish <laughs> in high school. And that was that was an ordeal. So, like, how they had it separated, you do it, like, a semester or whatever. And I think I took Spanish first semester freshman year. And then I that was Spanish 1. And then Spanish 2, I ended up having, just how my schedule fell, I took it second semester sophomore year. So I literally had a year between the language. And I went from a, an American, uh, Miss Fisher, teaching Spanish to Senora teaching Spanish, uh, Senora Wallace, she was from Cuba, and her husband was a gringo, she would always tell us that, <laughs> and uh, oh, what frustrated me, though, is we'd do like we'd write a sentence down, I struggled in that class, like, I earned that C, wow. but, but he, he missed <laughs> one accent mark, the whole sentence oh, was wrong, and I was like, Senora, she's like, well, oh, what do you want me to are very important, yeah, and then, Spanish language. And then she was like, oh, Senora. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> the whole question. But you're not bitter. I'm not no. bitter. I just remember it over a decade later. Um, but yeah, it was. And she was like, "Do you want to take Spanish three? And I was like, "Do I have to wait a year?" And she's like, "Well, if we don't get enough people, then yeah." And I'm like, "No, because that was rough. Because if you if you don't use it, you lose it." So, um, but yeah, with tell instead of clicking German or Spanish. I chose Japanese because there's so many languages on there. There's like Russian, yes, there's like sign language, there's all kinds of languages. Like I can learn like anybody in Tennessee with internet access and can go through their libraries and get to it. And there's yeah. so many. I, I I don't know if it's an exhaustive like list when you get into it or like you're not learning the whole language. But I flipping through, I could tell like they're teaching you the basics of like the alphabet, and then they're teaching you like vowel phrases mm-hmm. and like little things like that. I don't think it goes into like in depth, but definitely gives you a, a chance to start. 
And with some languages, like uh, Ari was saying, you could you can decode like the words or you can use the phrases. For Japanese, you can because Japanese is like three alphabets, and um, yeah, they, and they and they don't look like our alphabets, so it's really hard to switch over to. Um, Alexis got to watch me for like. 15 minutes trying to figure out these two fascinating yeah. although i feel like you were doing really well well like, at one point though in time you're like you click the wrong one it was the other one and i'm like i don't remember <laughs> but uh you could you could learn it by doing the alphabet or you could do it uh one of the options was phonetically so you wouldn't have to learn the alphabet but you could learn the phrases i just mm-hmm. like to do everything the hard way <laughs> um and, it, and it's fun and it's like it's so fun. if you mess up on a word it keeps giving you that word yeah. back and it's and it'll give it to you immediately. And even if you immediately go, yeah, that's the thing. It keeps giving it to you back. And also, the word you swap it with, it gives you that too. So mm-hmm. it makes sure you get those down pat. Um, there is an option to like speak the words, but because I don't have a microphone at my desk, I usually just tap it. I will. Interesting. I will admit, it's not the most foolproof or easiest thing to use. I accidentally skipped down on a lesson and didn't realize it. And I also didn't realize there was a whole lesson to look at the alphabet. Like I just went straight into learning the sounds they were oh, teaching me. Okay. I, I didn't realize there was one that was an alphabet that took you each phrase and was teaching you different things about it. So you kind of have to get on there and mess around with it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's the best way to learn. Yeah. You know, hands-on. Just explore. Yeah. It's available for all occasions. Mm-hmm. And then, um, while I like to play with uh, the language part, there are uh, other databases and stuff I flip through them. They're sort of, I would say, more academic in nature. Yeah, I would definitely say that. And I think that... Um, I do recommend people use them a lot during, like, you know, science, you know, science projects, history projects, Mm -hmm. and papers, and that type of thing. I feel like they have really good, credible sources on there. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely um, something that, you know, because when you search, Google search an item, you have to really verify your sources and make sure that what they're saying is true. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to just be able to access, um, you know, that through tell and know that they're pretty credible. So And they cover different subjects, too. There's, like, science, there's nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's not 100% keto. I, w- I played on it for maybe 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And some stuff worked for me, some stuff didn't, and it was just kind of trying to figure out the right search words. Yeah, which, to be fair, I feel like it sort of reminded me of, like, the sort of journals we had access to, like at UT, like and I feel yes, and so I feel like that's what it reminds me of, and maybe I knew how or I know how to sort of um, navigate because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might, like you said, not be as intuitive, but you just kind of have to get on there and explore. Yeah. So and they have other things on there too, but that was just kind of like their main probably themes are language learning, but they they do have younger so like for those research papers and stuff, those aren't necessarily like elementary school levels; those are probably even high school. College levels, mm-hmm. but they do have other resources on there for kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, I wouldn't say like ABC Mouse, but they have like um, I didn't play on the kids one that much. But they well, they they do give an option. So when you click, go in the top bar, students, mm-hmm. and then it will give you um, the option to choose which grade you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So nice. that helps, I think, a lot, um, especially since we have a lot of the primary and intermediate school yeah. students come up here. We I can kind of help them navigate that mm-hmm. without them having to tell me everything about the, you know. And the same for parents. It's something they can get on with their kids and help yes. them research. Because mm-hmm. I know sometimes they're just as lost with where to start as the kids are. So it wouldn't hurt to go with tell. And if you ever have any, like, questions, like you're getting on this and you're like, I really don't know where to start or how to get through this, 
come to us to the library yes. and we'll, even if we don't know, we'll sit there and play with you. And yeah, you exactly. I think a lot of it can just be troubleshooting issues, which is what we do every day at the reference desk. And, you know, Ben does as well in the business center. So mm-hmm. um, we're happy to help. You know, you find what you lo- you're looking for. So. We are together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that pretty much concludes our uh, Podcast episode for the day. We didn't want to torture Ari too much. She was like, she's real nervous about it. So yes, we're like, as we all are, and as I still am. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, dinner yeah, also. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I guess that wraps it up for this month. We'll see you again in October, which is spooky month. But uh, instead of doing like, I think it's also fan focused month, but we're not going to focus too much on that because it's what we did last year. We're going to be looking at uh, the sensation of book talk. Uh, book I'll talk. Probably read a few off of it or comment on ones we've read or I've seen on book talk. Things like that. Maybe then we're not like data scientists or anything like that. Kind of thing. We'll see how maybe book talk has affected sales at bookstores and even at requests at the library. Yeah, absolutely. So like someone will come in and be like, I want Sarah Moss. And I'm like, you were on book talk. Yes. <laughs> so, Colleen Hoover. Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe even for some Netflix help with so anyway that'll be our october episode i know you're looking forward to us we'll also be having a bonus episode put out soon um that's going to highlight our business number and that also is going coming up really fast on us in november yes um, and we'll be interviewing we'll be interviewing um miss jessica our children's librarian again she uh it kind of rotates on who takes over the business center but she or not business center the business showcase, and so she's um, heading that, and then we're also having um, our librarian manager over in town, Erin. She runs her um, own part-time business, too, mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to kind of get her thoughts on being a librarian and also a uh, girl boss. Yes, <laughs> very exciting. I'm looking forward to having two special guests. Yes, yes. and it's the first time I think we've done, no, it's not the first time we've done a double special guest. We had that with the History Center, and uh, the... We did it shortly before the um, Heritage Day of last year, which yeah. is it's still up there. Um, all of our podcasts are still available on um, YouTube. We have a playlist, and they're also on um, wherever you get your podcasts. So even though maybe like the housekeeping stuff's not as pertinent, you can still um, get some really good insights out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Stuff librarians. So. Yes. Boost our numbers. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you all for joining us and thank you Ari we had a great time and we love you she makes us look good <laughs> she does it was wonderful it was wonderful to see these younger girls and to see how much programming is going on and mm-hmm. how much involvement this is you know everybody's coming together mm-hmm. and three branches imagine that three branches yes. just having something for the community mm-hmm. I just love that yes so we're good absolutely and that final note adios hasta, hasta la vista, vista. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>